0: Okay, hi everybody. How are you guys doing? I have a little bit of a cold. (coughs) So excuse me if I cough and I sneeze and stuff during this recording. Oh my god, can you hear that? That was scary. But anyways. So, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about relationships. So, I think in any relationship you know it's it's a it's a hard battle like it's a it's not easy to do certain things especially when you have a whole other person you have to think about you know you have to um come to their points of views and their past and acceptance and forgiveness and um respect and loyalty and all that i think in in relationships uh it's hard to for certain situations you know especially i had a 15 year relationship so i was with the father of my children since i was 17 um we got our first kid when we were 19 and it was hard we live with our parents, and he almost had to graduate high school. Like, he was, we were 18 when I was pregnant, and then I had him when I was 19. So, he was a senior, and everybody was pressuring us. Like, what are you guys going to do? What's going to happen? How are you guys going to make this money? You know, you're going to have a whole other human being to take care of. So, how are you guys going to do it? And... um. I was very supportive. I told him, you know, honey, um, go to school, finish, get your credits, and go to college or go to the Air Force. His dream was to be in the Air Force. So I told him, go, do it, you know, reach for the stars. We we got this. It's going to be, like, hard right now. But once we get there, it's going to be, you know, we're going to be good. So I was trying to be that supportive Woman, that you know, I think all of us women try to be, and uh, it's a long story, so I hope you guys have time to listen. <clears throat> so, it wasn't easy, my pregnancy with my first child was not easy at all. Um, the father of my children's parents were very really harsh on us because we we're young, and I totally understand that now. I'm Thirty years old now, and my oldest is eleven, and my baby's five. So, I understand their perspective and where they were coming from. We were so young and so naive to the world that they were mad at us. But I got treated like shit, you know. He he did too, and um, I lived with them, and it was hard. Like, put seeing them put so much pressure on him too man up because he manned up and um had a baby with me so but we had a baby and um so they pressured him pressured him pressured him until he dropped out he had like one credit left to finish high school and be in the air force and i mean we could have been good (laughs) sorry that's my text message y'all um but it was hard like, it was hard. And we went through a lot of obstacles and a lot of, like... You know, it basically felt like everybody disappeared. And nobody was there to help when we had our our child. Um, I had a tumor growing inside my stomach when I was five months pregnant. And they had to open me up. And... They were like, you could die. You can't. You might not. You know, the baby might die. That maybe the baby might be born early. You know, we might have to put steroids on you. They put me a whole bunch of crap that I can't remember. Um, it was hard. You know, it was hard on me because I was nineteen. All these things were being said to me that I could die, that I could not die, that the baby might die, that this can happen, that that can happen, and um. Our world literally felt like it was falling apart at 19, you know, and being a teenager (laughs) felt like everything's falling apart, right? (laughs) But, um, it was pretty fucking hard. Sorry, but it's the truth. And, um, we struggled a lot. Like, there were some days that we didn't know how we did it, but we did it. Like, we stuck our guts to we finally got our own place at 20 what was it 22 and so it took like 2 years for us to get our own place um we wor- he worked hard you know he was the bread maker i stayed home and took care of the child because daycare is massively massively expensive and we didn't know how expensive it was and it was so expensive i was traumatized to have another freaking child I was like, I was like, maybe we'll never have another kid because this is hard. Uh, boy, was I wrong, right? Uh, <laughs> excuse me, Jesus. But it's you know, eh, my oldest is. Then we got told he was autistic at three years old. It's one of the hardest pills to freaking swallow, and. You know, my ex started blaming me, like, it's your fault, you know, the tumor that you had, and the surgery, and, you know, and our relationship just started getting toxic. Our relationship from the beginning was toxic. I don't want to get into too much detail about it, but, um, Uh, it's crazy. It's just, you know, once we got told he was autistic, my life changed. My life changed. It was ten times harder to teach him anything, ten times harder to teach him. Like, he couldn't hold his head up by six months. He didn't start walking until he was a year and a half old. My oldest and, um, my 11-year-old now. It was hard. He couldn't talk. He couldn't tell me what he wanted to eat. He couldn't... Have a conversation with me. He couldn't tell me. Mommy look what I drew in class. Nothing. I didn't nothing. Okay. So it was really frustrating sometimes. It was hard. And I wanted to like drown. And at the same time. My son has showed me so much. From his world of autism. Of his world of. Un. Un conditional love my son has no judgment my son doesn't care what color you are my son doesn't see color my son doesn't see race my son doesn't see he says he sees if you're genuine genuine he sees if you're actually there he can feel that how many of us can say that you know what i mean like how many of us can say that we're genuinely there for someone not for their money, not for their things, not for the sh- things they have. But we are genuinely want somebody there in our life. My son, if he likes you, it's genuine. He doesn't ask for money. He doesn't ask for much. He's very simple. How many people, humans, can say that? Yeah. You know? So when I got told he was autistic, I wasn't sure if I wanted another kid. I was scared if my second one would be autistic. I was, you know, I went through different pains and coping with it and stuff. And they, some of my girlfriends that I used to have um, in support groups, they would be like, my second kid is autistic and it's hard. And I would be traumatized because it's hard. It's harder than a normal kid to have an autistic kid, having that much patience in your life drains you plus being in a no relationship plus dealing with life issues, plus being a mom, being a wife, being everything is is it's hard it's hard I'm not gonna justify how hard life is because we've all reached a point in our life where it's like it was hard, but I did it, yeah, I think in an autistic parent world we say that a million times a day million and million and millions of times a day this was hard but we did it this was hard but we did it that was hard getting to make him eat fucking strawberries was hard but he did it um getting him to eat freaking bread was impossible but he did it you know or she did it she did this she didn't do this before she didn't let me brush her hair but now she lets me you know, all those things, little things that we have with our so-called normal children. Because my five-year-old is normal, um, quote-unquote. Um, because to me, now that I'm an autistic mother, what is normal? You know, we all have issues. We all have deep issues we don't talk about. We have issues at home. We have issues with our partners, our significant others, with our past that we don't let go. We have issues so you know we don't know how to talk about it sometimes as adults because everybody's like i hear you man but don't worry you'll be okay like what do we expect a million dollars it's not gonna happen like let's be realistic here we all want a million dollars and a nice house and a nice car and we'll be set but it's not gonna happen it's not i mean unless we work Really hard, and we want it that bad. Then it'll happen. But once my son kept getting older and older and older, and they're like, if he doesn't start talking by the time he's seven, <sighs> I'm trying not to cry, y'all. Ugh, I'm a, such a little baby, but. They're like, he's going to have serious issues when he gets older. I just, you know, took that in. I was like, well, there goes my life. (laughs) You know, I will forever be with him. And I was like, that's okay, because he's my son and he needs me. He needs me. I'm there when he was five, I was pregnant with my second child. I was scared. Scared. Um, Because I didn't know what to feel, think, process my emotions. I still don't know sometimes. (laughs) Bear with me. I'm imperfect. But, uh, when my little boy came out, if y'all ain't religious you know i hope y'all don't take this to heart but i told god i'm like please all i care about is that i won't have to be drained all over again being a mom is draining itself being it's hard especially a stay-at-home mom it's all you know and breathe and think is your kids. All you know is your kids. All your kids become your friends. Like, that's 24 hours, 365. You literally become insane. You start thinking like a kid. You start acting like a kid. You start thinking about freaking a little Einsteins, uh, Wonder Pets, freaking Paw Patrol, Spongebob. I can name every damn movie. I can name every damn song we sing about. I can name every character we talk about. Minecraft freaking. My five-year-old is obsessed with Star Wars. My 11-year-old is obsessed with VeggieTales. I can name you everything that they can talk about a million times a day. (laughs) It drives me insane, but I freaking love it. It's crazy. It's a crazy world we moms live in. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. But let me tell you something. When my my baby came, and he was like knocking milestones, what we call you know crawling, walking one after another after another, like I was like, "Damn, this little booger's smart, look at him, like bam, 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 but then he wasn't talking, I was like, "No, please, no, please, no, 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 no." I did everything that a mom does. Speech therapy, start telling him about vowels and talking and cookies and sandwich and whatever I could just so he can start. And he started little by little by little by little. Now he talks and he doesn't shut up. (laughs) Minecraft and look mommy, look what I drew and mommy, 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 mommy. And now I understand people with normal kids. They don't shut up. They don't shut up. They don't. But you know what? It's crazy. Everything I ever wanted for my oldest to do, my little one does it. And it's weird how jealous that makes me, if it makes any sense to anybody out there. makes me a little jealous because he's five. He's talking. And my 11-year-old talks like a 3-year-old. Maybe 4-year-old now, since his brother's been talking. Um, me and their dad been split up for almost 2 years now. <laughs> and it was a rough 12 years rough i mean everything that could go wrong went wrong um he was verbally abusive and i think because we had kids at such a young age he was so stressed out about everything and everything landed on his shoulders i can't blame him but at the same time it doesn't make it okay um Finally got my own place. I've had my own place for almost a year. God is good. Um, But I sacrificed my whole life for my kids and my so-called husband because we never got married. We were just together for a very long time. And anytime I wanted to do something with my life, go to school, do something, he would stop it. And I only wanted it for my kids because at the end of the day I just want them to be okay. You know, in case with me and their dad didn't work out. And I didn't finish school. I didn't I don't even have my high school diploma. I don't even have my GD. His their dad went from like one crappy job to another crappy job to another crappy job. And I kept pushing and persisting and telling him that he was worth so much more. And he was so smart and he could do whatever it is he wanted to. And I was there. Every time. And I never left. And when I did, it's funny. When I did leave, it feels like he thinks I gave up. And it's like, I had enough. <laughs> I had enough. Enough that you didn't let me reach for my potential. Enough that you didn't push me how I pushed you. Enough of your verbal abuse. and I don't deserve that. I was good to you. Way too good to you. But, um... So, in relationships. In life. In any type of relationship. Friendship, even. Even though it's hard. Even though it's hard. Relationships. Friendships. Being a parent. Being alive man. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, there's times that we just gotta carry on. And do the damn motherfucking thing. Cause... Like someone's, I know someone once said, if you're not willing to fight your fight, nobody's going to fight your fight for you. So, if you're in a relationship and you're like, but he, but she, you know, there's a lot of blaming. Blaming we don't stop and think for all the good things they've done and it's crazy cause <clears throat> every time I wanted to leave him <coughs> the father of my children excuse me <laughs> gross I know um, I would say those things he does this he does that he does that he does that he does that but then I'll be like but that doesn't make it okay for the way he's treating me That does not make it okay. Because he'll be like, I already broke a chair. I already punched the wall and made a hole. And I fixed it. What do you want me to do? He didn't see the points where I was trying to say that he hurt me. He scared my kids. He frightened us. And that wasn't fair. Like, you have to be fair, equal, willing to open up vulnerabilities, let go of the past for a better future. Can't hold on to what has made you mad. You can't hold on to what has happened to you. You can't hold on to the pain, to the resentfulness, all that. Because at the end of it, you're only hurting yourself remembering that over and over and over like why are you doing that to yourself why do you keep remembering things that hurt you let that shit go man that's not gonna help you progress grow overcome obstacles gotta let things go to progress to grow to succeed all that good stuff but, there's a lot of ugly in this world. Sometimes I'm like, damn, how did we get here? How did we get here? Anti-social. Nobody talks to nobody. Everybody's on their damn phone. I'm 30 years old and I'm single. It's scary out there. I don't know if a man this just just want to smash... I don't know what his past is. If he is also a verbally abusive person. It's scary. I have two children. Scary world. For a single mom. It's a scary world. Period. So. Like Ellen says. Be kind. Treat others like you want to be treated. That was like kindergarten rules. Treat others like you want to be treated. Why is that so freaking hard? Like I go to work and people still act like damn teenagers. I'm like, bro, you're freaking 48, 37. I'm 30 years old. You're seven years more wiser than me. You're supposed to be with seven years more mature than me. Mentally, emotionally. All that good stuff. Spiritually, whatever the hell you believe in. But nah. People want to be petty. People want to be spiteful. People want to... Like, evil is so good to be good at. Evil is so good to do. You know, it's crazy being nice. is so hard to people like... I, t- I am a random human being. The way you hear me right now is the way I am. I say hi to you. Like, I see you every damn day. Hi, how you doing? I'm from Texas, you know what I'm saying? And that's just the way my mom brought me up. We used to go to our neighbor's house and be like, do you guys need anything? I don't know. My mom's Mexican, but We were brought up, I guess, Southern. And I see, like, ever since I've been in Vegas, like, things have changed about my mom. The way she carries herself, the way she is. We're a little bit more careful who we talk to. We're a little bit more careful since we've been here. Because people are a little bit more mean here than over there. It's a little bit of a nasty world I never seen it this bad though it's sad like what kind of future are we giving our kids what kind of future are we giving other generations there's trash all over the freaking sea there's hardly any more freaking things left when are we gonna do something about it all we do is talk about it I can't leave my job. No no one of us can leave our jobs because that's how we make money to t- survive with our kids by ourselves whatever. To live for tomorrow, to live for the next day. It's a hard freaking world. Like I wish celebrities would do more things that were positive than stupid things that are Come on. You have money. You have one thing that we all are craving you could do so much more with it save lives start talking about projects that could be made with our world I'm obsessed with mother nature I wish we could plant more trees talk about fire safety instead of burning down fires talk about wildlife talk about how we could save them how, talk about how, what we can do but nobody wants to listen you know why because it's positive Everybody wants to talk about the next school shooting, what happened to freaking Rob Kardashian, freaking Kanye West, Donald Trump. But where's all the positivity at Under, underneath? It's said once and never talked about again because it's not entertaining. It doesn't entertain you mentally gives you that oh shit damn that ha- what what oh oh hell no! this and this and this and this and then one after another after another after another videos and things of whatever is talked about makes me sick and if you're not religious I wonder what my papa says I call god papa <laughs> And I wonder if he's like, I gave you guys everything. Look what you're doing. Makes me, like, sad. What do my kids have to look forward to? My kids don't know how to even play soccer, yo. I take them outside to see if they could. They look at the ball like, is there an app for that? Like, oh, my God. Save me. Someone saved me before I slapped my own children. (laughs) God. I I bought them a hula hoop and then they're just like, what is this? What what can I do? They they just looked at it like, and I was trying to teach them. They wouldn't comprehend. I come from work so tired. Makes me so sad now. I hardly have time. I became a typical human being. That was my biggest fear. To never have time to have fun with them again. To never have that time with them. Some people take for granted. Our kids grow up so fast. I have two other siblings I took care of since they were babies. They're 18 and 19 now. I call them my siblings because they're basically mine and my mom's kids. But my sister abandoned us her children with us. So they're basically my brothers. (sighs) The world, man. All I can say is, I try and look at it like, you know what? I gotta make that money because tomorrow's not promised and I just have today and here we go